0: Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco.
1: Welcome to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco.
0: Today, we're diving deep into one of history's pivotal battles, the Battle of
1: Tours, 732 AD. Ah, the battle where the Franks said, you cannot pass, to the Umayyad Caliphate's expansion in Europe. Exactly, Chuck.
0: But before we get into the clash of swords and shields, let's set the scene. To truly grasp the Battle of Tours, we need to teleport back to the 8th century. Europe is a mosaic of emerging powers and fading legacies, a continent in the midst of transformation.
1: And across the Mediterranean, an empire is on the rise. The Umayyad Caliphate, an Islamic powerhouse, has been rapidly expanding its reach. They've conquered the
0: Visigothic Kingdom in Spain, turning it into Al-Andalus. Their empire now
1: stretches from the Middle East to the Iberian Peninsula. But what's happening in Francia? The Merovingian dynasty is waning. The real power is with the mayors of the palace like our man, Charles Martel.
0: Our Charles Martel, a name that means the hammer. He's not just a warrior but a shrewd politician, consolidating power
1: in a fragmented realm. Meanwhile, in the Umayyad Caliphate, there's a thirst for expansion, wealth, and spreading the Islamic faith. This is where Abdul Rahman al-Ghafiqi, a seasoned military leader and governor steps in. Absolutely, Chuck. His victories in Iberia have bolstered Umayyad confidence.
0: Now, their eyes are set northwards, towards the rich and divided lands of the Frankish
1: territories. It's a classic clash of interests. The Franks, under Martel, are determined to defend their lands and halt the Umayyad advance. And the Umayyads,
0: driven by a mix of religious fervor, economic interest, And political ambition are poised to push further into europe
1: this is the world in 732 a.d a time of warriors empires and clashing civilizations the stage is set for a confrontation that will echo through the ages and that confrontation is the battle
0: of tours a battle that's not just about soldiers on a field but about the fate and future of continents the battle of tours was a clash that would determine the course of european history Let's break it down, starting with the strategic moves leading up to the
1: battle. It's the autumn of 732. Abdul Rahman al-Ghafiqi has led his forces through the Pyrenees, raiding deep into Frankish territories.
0: Charles Martel, aware of this threat, gathers his forces. He's got a mix of infantry and some cavalry, but it's his infantry that's the backbone of his army.
1: Rahman, on the other hand, has a formidable cavalry, known for their swift and devastating charges. The two armies finally confront near Tours. Rahman, confident in his cavalry, anticipates a quick victory. But Martel has other plans. Martel positions his troops on a high, wooded terrain, a defensive masterstroke. His men form a tight phalanx, shields up, spears ready. The
0: first day is mostly a standoff. The Umayyads try to provoke the Franks into
1: breaking their formation, but Martel's men hold firm. Day two, the real battle begins. Raman orders a full-scale cavalry charge. His horsemen, armoured and imposing, thunder towards the Frankish lines. But the Franks are immovable.
0: Their phalanx, a wall of iron and determination, repels the Umayyad charge. The heavy cavalry, so effective in open fields, struggles
1: against the disciplined Frankish infantry. The fighting is brutal, intense. The Umayyads keep pushing. But the Franks, anchored by their belief in Martel's leadership, stand their ground.
0: As the battle wears on, a pivotal moment occurs.
1: A group of Frankish soldiers breaks off, attacking the Umayyad camp. This move, whether by design or chance, sows chaos in the Umayyad ranks. There are rumors that their loot is being plundered, their camp overrun. Rahman, trying to rally his troops,
0: is tragically killed in the melee. This is the turning point
1: the Umayyad morale collapses. Without their leader, confusion spreads. The disciplined, fearsome Umayyad force starts to crumble. By the end of the day,
0: the Umayyads who are now leaderless and demoralized, retreat. Martel's gamble has paid off. His defensive strategy, his faith in his men's discipline,
1: has won the day. The Battle of Tours, a battle that was as much about psychological warfare and leadership as it was about swords and spears, comes to a close. Its impact, however, was just beginning to unfold. The Battle of Tours wasn't just a
0: clash of armies, it was a clash of minds and tactics. Let's start with the Frankish
1: hero, Charles Martel. Charles Martel, the hammer, was not just a warrior but a strategic genius. He understood the strengths and limitations of his army, primarily infantry, with limited cavalry.
0: He chose the battlefield wisely, positioning his troops on elevated wooded terrain near Tours. This choice was crucial. It neutralized the Umayyad cavalry's effectiveness.
1: Martel's formation was another stroke of genius. He arranged his troops in a square formation, reminiscent of a Roman legion or a Greek phalanx, each side bristling with spears and shields. This formation was incredibly disciplined.
0: Even under the onslaught of the Umayyad cavalry, Martel's men held their ground, absorbing the impact without breaking formation.
1: Now, on the Umayyad side, Abdul Rahman Al-Ghafiqi was no less brilliant. His cavalry tactics had been successful in previous campaigns, using speed and shock to overwhelm opponents. But here's where tactics meet reality. Rahman's usual swift cavalry charges were
0: less effective against the disciplined and well-positioned Frankish phalanx.
1: Rahman tried to break the Frankish lines with repeated charges. However, the Frank's shield wall held firm, repelling these assaults with a forest of spears. The Umayyads also tried to outflank
0: the Franks, but the terrain and the disciplined Frankish forces made it nearly impossible.
1: The pivotal moment came when a faction of the Frankish forces supposedly attacked the Umayyad camp. This was a brilliant tactical feint, whether intentional or not. It caused
0: chaos in the Umayyad ranks, spreading fear that their loot and supplies were being plundered.
1: In medieval battles, such rumors could be as deadly as the sword. The death of Rahman was the final blow. In battles like these, the death of a leader could decimate the morale of an army. Martel's victory was not just due to brute force.
0: It was a triumph of terrain use. Disciplined formation, psychological warfare, and the ability to adapt to the flow of battle.
1: And on the other side, despite Rahman's proven tactics and experienced cavalry, the unique challenges of the Battle of Tours proved insurmountable. This battle is a classic study in how leadership, strategy, and
0: adaptability can decisively influence the outcome of warfare. The aftermath of the Battle of Tours
1: was far-reaching, altering the course of European history. Indeed. The immediate impact was the halting of the Umayyad advance into Frankish territories. Charles Martel's victory had effectively stopped the northward expansion of the Caliphate. This victory wasn't just a military triumph. It had profound political
0: implications. Charles Martel emerged as a hero, consolidating his power
1: in the Frankish kingdom. And this consolidation of power laid the groundwork for the rise of the Carolingian Empire under Martel's grandson, Charlemagne. The foundations of modern Europe were being laid. But let's not forget the broader, longer-term impact.
0: The Battle of Tours is often considered a pivotal moment in the Christian-Muslim divide in
1: Europe. Right, Marco. And this brings us to one of the most significant ripple effects, the beginning of the Reconquista in the Iberian Peninsula. The Reconquista, a
0: series of campaigns by Christian states to reclaim territory taken by Muslims, was inspired
1: and fueled by the victory at Tours. The Umayyad defeat in Tours was a psychological blow. It showed that the seemingly unstoppable expansion of the Caliphate could be, and was, halted. Over the centuries, this spirit of resistance against
0: Umayyad rule in the Iberian Peninsula grew. The Christian kingdoms in northern Iberia began to
1: see the possibility of reclaiming their lands. The Reconquista was a long, complex process, stretching over centuries. It was marked by various battles, shifting alliances, and a blend of religious zeal and political ambition. And it wasn't just about land. It was about identity, culture, and
0: religion. The Reconquista shaped the national identities of what would become Spain and
1: Portugal. Absolutely. By the time the Reconquista concluded in 1492, With the fall of Granada, Europe had been fundamentally transformed. The Battle of Tours, therefore, wasn't just the end of one campaign. It was
0: the starting point of a historical journey that would reshape the Iberian Peninsula and, indeed, all of Europe. As we come to the end of today's journey through history, let's reflect on the lasting legacy of the Battle of Tours. It was more than just a battle, it was a
1: defining moment that shaped the destiny of Europe. Indeed, Marco. The battle didn't just halt the Umayyad expansion, it set the stage for the development of modern European states and identities. The Carolingian Empire, the Reconquista, the shaping of national borders, all of these can trace a lineage back to this pivotal moment.
0: And let's not forget the cultural and religious implications. The Battle of Tours is often seen as a key event in the Christian-Muslim divide in Europe, influencing relations and perceptions for centuries.
1: Absolutely. The echoes of this battle are heard even in modern times, in the way nations and cultures view each other in their shared history. And with that, we want to extend a heartfelt thank you to all our listeners.
0: Your support, your curiosity, and your passion for history are what keep this podcast going.
1: We really appreciate every listen, every subscription, every share, and especially those five-star reviews. They help us reach more history enthusiasts like you and keep this podcast thriving. If you enjoyed our dive into the Battle of Tours
0: and want to hear more such stories from the past, please rate us with 5 stars on your podcast platform. Your reviews make a huge difference.
1: And remember, we're always eager to hear from you. Suggest topics, share your thoughts, and join our community on social media. We love engaging with fellow history buffs. So, until next time, keep exploring the depths of history. I'm Marco. And I'm Chuck. Thank you for joining us on the History AI Podcast. Stay curious, and we'll see you in the next episode. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds. Develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The starting line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.